Yes, we are live and welcome to Quantum Nurse Freedom Live Stream. I am so happy and excited because I have two youth leaders. I call them youth leaders because they're younger than me. And <laughs> technically, I am honored to if they consider me as, as their elders, okay? So to all the young people, this is the time to listen to these two young people, youth leaders. So I have Sophia and Eric, better known as Sophie Absolutely and Eric Beats. And they we will title this per their suggestion as Light Warriors Unite. And if you need to get in touch with them, feel free it is in Instagram at sophie.absolutely and also at Eric Beats. So welcome and Eric and Sophie. And let me just read a little bit about what you, you wrote because it's really beautiful. Okay, but anyway, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, so, Thank you for having us. Yeah, appreciate you back. So Sophie and Eric is better known as Sophie Absolutely and Eric Beats. They have been delving deep into what some may call conspiracy theories for almost a decade now. And so for all of us who are in, in this lifetime, we've heard that word a lot. Okay, and now many people after a year of hearing conspiracy theory, now they're saying it's conspiracy facts. So Massive is studying into agendas such, such as world depopulation, especially amongst the black communities, division through economic class, race, gender, religion, new world order, secret societies, colorism, injustices in the judicial, medical, financial, and educational systems, as well as countless others not mentioned. As fellow melanated beings, these two individuals have partnered together for over two years now, working hard to create platforms to help people of color create genuine connections amongst each other, as well as safe places for vulnerability, creativity, education, and most importantly, healing to transpire. Because I'm like my comment with that is I've never heard any culture that doesn't have something that they can heal collectively. So this is a perfect moment for all of us. And in the, they far further write that aside from empowering this community of people who have been disenfranchised for some time now, Sophie and Eric also understand that division is an agenda running rampant as well. They feel as though one of their more, most important missions is to bring like-minded individuals of all ethnic backgrounds together to create a synergy of oneness that spreads universal love at its core with an understanding that there's strength in numbers and we cannot do this alone. So when I met these two powerful young people attending the advanced medicine conferences, so intuitively I know in my heart and in my soul that they need to have a platform also such as mine. And I'm honored that they accepted my invitation. So Eric and Sophie, so please feel free Tell us more about what transcribed on how in two years the two of you got together and became more powerful. Or maybe like when did you realize maybe separately on 
suddenly like, oh, there's more to what they've been feeding us. Okay, so go for it. Um, I mean, where do we even start? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so much. Um, I was say uh two years ago when we met um we both were always um you know i would say already glues in our community and so uh and on top of that um we were also very much knowledgeable about all of the agendas being pushed on us you know um not only our people but just around the world as well and so um as we started to grow together and I actually met her at one of her networking events where she was already um, hosting a lot of events surrounded around bringing people together um, pretty much more so on the entrepreneurial side, but um, she was already in the process of creating spaces for people and like-minded individuals to come together and um, to build together. And so, um, once we put our two minds together and me Percy, I was uh heavily into music as you can see. Uh and by the way, it's E-Rock, E-Rock beats. Um, just so you guys know. And um, you know, again, we put our our thoughts and our minds together and realized that, you know, we both uh have the same mission. We both are on the same path, we're both on the same purpose. And so um that's kind of how the the sparks flew, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We met each other based on music. But I think that it just grew into something that was, you know, for both of us, something that we thought could never, like, we never would have imagined it would come to this or yeah, come this far. So, pretty far. yeah. So, especially in two years. Yeah. And, um, to piggyback <laughs> off of that, you know, um, yeah, just meeting each other in our elements. Like he said, he uh, came to one of my events that I hosted to better help just entrepreneurs. Um, and just actually the first time we actually met, meeting him in his element, you know, he was forming and, um, you know, just understanding how powerful music is and how powerful it is to use our artistry mm -hmm. as a positive way to get certain messages out. I was so taken back by his artistry um, and I had already decided just recently that I was ready to go ahead and pursue just my, my, my music um, aspect of myself and met him and honestly we like he said we didn't expect it to develop into what it is now where we're actually together um <laughs> working together um you know partners uh mm -hmm. you know this is my partner in life and we're just you know just happy to have the same similar missions you know mm -hmm. and then um lastly uh what you were saying about when did it even start for us well for me um i would say maybe back in and uh, maybe like 2012, maybe, is when I started to realize, you know, there's something deeper than what's being projected out there. Um, I think, um, so I'm 33 now, but back even 2000, maybe five, when I was a freshman in high school, um, learning a little bit more about some of the societies and things of that nature and how just the music industry was heavily infiltrated. Um, that's when I first really caught wind of it. Um, and you know, it's like when you get, when you catch wind of something, yeah. you like kind of go in deep and in research and you're excited to hear the information. Right, yep. <laughs> and it was the Illuminati. I'm pretty sure she's yeah. pretty much uh, preferring, uh, referring to the Illuminati. And for me, that was the first, I would say, 
um, the beginning of my awakening um, yeah. as far as the uh, music industry, uh, people yeah. in high places, celebrities, politicians, mm -hmm. um, all, I would say, behind closed doors in a secret society, worshiping the devil is what yeah. we say. Um, and so that definitely pushed an awakening. And I, I would say personally for me, um, I started around that time as well, around 2011, 2012. Um, and started to really realize a lot more, especially once I got into college, um, started to have more of a, a cultural um, perspective um, than what I was used to. Cause I went to a predominantly uh, black high school and then going into a, a predominantly white college mm -hmm. that definitely put a different perspective and made me awaken to a lot of the things that's uh, being pushed that's including um, the things even with college, you know, and universities. Uh, so mm -hmm. again, that sparked a whole nother journey yeah. as well. And so when this pandemic stuff hit, you know, that's what really, uh, you know, made us, you know, look at things very much differently. But the thing is, we already knew what, what yeah. this was when the pandemic hit. Yeah. You know, we've been studying for some time. Uh, some Just time. like you said, like for me, 2005 was when I started learning about the music industry, but 2012 yeah was when I started to, even with the, my religious faith that I was practicing at the time, I just went through a whirlwind of things and studying so many different things. And 2012 was when I came out of my religious practice at that time and, you know, just kind of transferred into something from my, from my perspective is more evolved. And um, yeah, like you said, that the pandemic is what really just, I think, woke up so many people. So when people were coming to us, like, this is crazy. This is this. We like, oh, we already know what's up. Before yeah. it hit in March and mm -hmm. December, I actually got really sick. And a lot of people, I don't know if they remember December, uh, January and February, there's a lot of people who got sick. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that um, I did have COVID at that time. I'm not, you know, I don't know for sure, but um, yeah, it just, it just yeah. started us back researching crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so, yeah, that's so pretty much, you. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you for sharing that. It's a beautiful story. And one thing I I notice is that um, you just really followed your intuitive, um, like um, in, 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 as if something was like um, because of the similarity of what you had, you attracted each other. But at the same time, you were curious on what the two of you can go do together and not just you know accumulating all the knowledge and all the information and that's really beautiful that you just kind of you know you following through your intuition and because it's it seems like selfish for people to just have that information and not even share it right and I, that's why the two of you i know must must have a platform such as this now how was that as compared as compared to before the pandemic how how was the uh, your community, your church, your friends, were they sort of like receptive to what you were sharing? And how is that now? You said before the before pandemic. Yeah, I would say um, before the pandemic, like even going back to the, uh, when I was in um, college, that's when I was I would say very preachy at that time. That's when I was giving out a lot of the conspiracy theories that I was I was trying to tell my friends and all of my brothers and sisters at that time um, on a lot of the things that I was researching and discovering. And I think there were people who were open-minded at that time. 
a few of my closer friends, they were more receptive of the information. Um, but there were still people who at that time, like where I feel like were very, very sleep at that time. And this, you know, didn't believe it. I mean, at that time, you know, things were quite normal. Things didn't, you know, things wasn't as blatant and as obvious um, as it is now after the pandemic, um, after all of the things hitting where, you know, these things now, these agendas being pushed on us now is affecting everybody's lives now. So I think now uh, most of us don't have a choice but to see it or to wake up right now. And so mm -hmm. I think right now a lot more people are receptive of the information um because they're you know a lot more curious on um just really what's going on and really what's happening because you know the things that's happening now with this whole pandemic is just you know it, it's a lot and it, it's again it's entering everybody's mm -hmm. home so i would say for me um hmm, i was very much also the type of person that would like kind of be like just trying to really share, you know, talk to people about it, get people's minds just going. Um, and I would say that, you know, how you you telling somebody something and it kind of like they're they're listening, yeah. but it's kind of glazed over <laughs> a little bit. Um, it's like I think ultimately people can receive or hear something that intuitively or internally they do receive it and know that it's true but you still have to break through those barriers of fear. Mm. You still mm. got to break through those barriers of uncomfortability because when you address some of the elephants in the room, people are afraid of that. People are afraid of conflict. People are afraid of like, you know, those taboo things that, oh, we can't talk about that. You know, in certain arenas, people don't talk about religion. People don't talk about politics. People don't talk about, you know, a lot of the elephants in the room. So I mm. think when having those conversations, they can only hear so far. You know what I mean? And they could only really like yeah. want to engage so much. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think yeah. that when, as we're talking, you know what I mean? And when we, mm -hmm. when we start to get more uncomfortable with those spaces, so the pandemic made everyone uncomfortable, you know, and yeah. there's certain levels to it. So the level of uncomfortability was much higher versus what it was beforehand. So the level of uncomfortability beforehand, you know, wasn't as high. So now we have way more people who are listening now. Now they can hear some of those same things that we used to talk about mm -hmm. and be like, okay, maybe there is some more validity to that. But then again, you still have people who don't hear and don't listen. And it won't take until another new level of uncomfortability to hit for us to get hit with mm -hmm. before they even start to listen and then again there's always those people who are in the the realm of just they won't address it you know we have people who are in denial about themselves ultimately mm -hmm. completely and will not wake up you know yeah. what i mean so yeah you know that's, that's yeah. i hear you yeah. i hear you i hear you clearly and i i be, i believe that you know, it's important to share what you know in terms of the different things that are questionable being imposed and feed in the public. And yeah, the outcomes, we're not sure about it because each one has the freedom to believe, has the freedom to follow through with whatever, right? So that's what we're always at. So now I guess it's a perfect title then because with that title that you said we should use the light warriors unite so how about would you like to start on 
because I know you you really requested that it should be spelled this way, but and I said there must be a story to these words because words have power <laughs> and words have energy. Yes. Every letter, actually, yes. every letter, every sound is a consciousness, is consciousness. So we can just disregard anything. So uh, you tell us. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I would love to start off by saying, you know, so in a, when, when you look at just different concepts in general, this from my perspective, not speaking for him or any anyone else, from my perspective, everything has a positive and a negative charge or has some level of duality to it, but duality in and of itself is true. And it's, it's the paradox. I think, you know, we're living in a grand paradox where certain things are what the, it's, they're almost mirrors of each other, even though they look opposite. But when you think about when you're looking in the mirror, you're seeing the opposite aspect of yourself. And so with that, I'll, I'll just side note and disclaimer saying that, you know, I actually don't necessarily believe that darkness or the dark is bad in a sense, because there's so many different aspects of that, that cosmic womb that is magical and has beautiful healing aspects to it. And even in our shadow, it's so many healing aspects to it. But just simply from the analogy of light versus dark, you take a candle in a dark room, you know, your eye naturally is drawn to that. You know, that light illuminates, it gives a sense of hope. It gives a sense of um, um, almost a guide even, you know? And, and even though when you're in a dark room, if, if there was no candle there, it's a little scary. It's scary, but let that lighter light or that candle light, it gives a sense, even if it's a glimpse, even if it's just a small glimpse, it does so much internally. And then when you look at how we spell it, well, for one, I'm always being different with something. Just look at how I spell absolutely. Like it's just always got to be something different. <laughs> but when you look at the two eyes next to each other, it looks like two people standing together. You know what I'm saying? Like when you actually type it out, that is the purpose. It's like light warriors unite. And I do also understand that warrior, when you think of warrior, it's like, well, you know, you got to be careful with that word war. It has a certain vibration and things of that nature. But see, I think the aspect of fight, you know, it's like sometimes it is love and war. Then just think about a relationship when you love each other, you know, Eric mm -hmm. and I, we love each other. But mm -hmm. the truth is when you're bringing two completely different perspectives together, you're going to have friction. Mm -hmm. You're going to have that in order to break through there and to get a level of understanding. We got to go through the uncomfortability. You have to literally press through it, which is, would be significant to um, the fight in a sense. So literally light warriors unite. We have to hold the light. So um, do you mm -hmm. want to chime in with that at yeah, all? Yeah, I mean... She pretty much said everything that I would say needed to be said as far as, you know, the spelling, you know, saying it, how that concept came about. But yeah, you know, as far as what a light warrior is, is, is somebody who's enlightened, ultimately somebody who holds the light in the world, surrounded by darkness, surrounded by confusion, surrounded around illusions, you know what I'm saying? So because we're the ones, I would say, hold the light, hold the candle and hold people up to the light, you know what I'm saying? 
it's kind of like a, a light warrior kind of shines in the midst of people uh who tell lies and people who have you know tell deceit you know what i'm saying because you know that's pretty much what you see like he said if you're in a dark room and you hold a candle up that's what you're going to see and so ultimately what the light warriors is about is people who are willing to fight and tell the truth um uphold just harmony um things of higher vibrations mm -hmm. um things that are considered you know what i'm saying a blind spot for a lot of people and so what we're ultimately doing is healing those blind spots for a lot of people and so that's why you have light warriors, you know, and it is a battle. It is a war because they don't want the truth to be out. They don't want us to know a lot of the things. And so being enlightened, being a light warrior, it does come with a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so, and yeah. I, I also want to add two things to that, too. Like, you know, you know how they say in a battle, hold the line. We, we say the same thing. Hold the line. Hold the light. You got to stand mm -hmm. strong in holding the light. Yeah. You know, and then another thing, you know, I know certain people might have the perspective too. Well, you know, if you just stand in an energy in a space of um, visualizing and, um, you know, uh, imagining a world that does not have these particular things, if we all could get on that vibration, mm -hmm. we would manifest it. And that's very true. Mm -hmm. But see, even that is a fight. Think about how hard it is to sit down and meditate sometimes. That is you fighting fighting internally yourself almost to stay mm -hmm. focused to focus on um those those elements of yourself or those things you want to see it don't yeah. just happen like that yeah. you gotta actually put in work and you know to to achieve that yeah and that's really like one of the main things about a warrior is discipline yeah. and we are not, we're, we're no, not perfect we're not perfect <laughs> but if you think about a warrior and what it you know takes to be a warrior it takes a lot of discipline you know what i'm saying and so a lot of wrestling with self a lot of self-control all of those things come with being a warrior as well yeah so yeah yeah i think you might have froze on us a little bit grace i don't know if you can hear us Can you hear us, Grace? Can you hear us? Nope. Nope. Luna just tagged me like, hey, sis, not sure what happened. We, I think we're still alive, so. Um, hold on, folks. We're going to go ahead and give her a call. Yeah, maybe just text her and see. But while he's doing that and we getting grace on, I guess I'll just continue on to say a little bit um, about our mission. You know, um, we understand that, again, like you said, we're not perfect. Um, and the biggest thing is we're going through our own transition of understanding and learning and like how, you know, Iraq said, just discipline, you know, mm -hmm. it's it can be difficult. Um, mm -hmm. And especially with, just going within ourselves and having to deal with our own shadows, deal with our own fears, deal with all of that. It's very difficult. It can, mm -hmm. it can be something to really push through. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the biggest things I would say, you know, we are trying to not only continue to hold our own light, but illuminate our own light at the same time. It's so. going to be very difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because for real, for real, a lot of this stuff is quite new to us. 
Um, so we go through our own growing pains. We are, we go through our own uncomfortabilities, you know, even with facing a lot of truths within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And really knowing thyself is really an important aspect of a light warrior as well. And so that's why a lot of these things is important for healing, for growth, for expansion, and to bring everybody together. So awesome. Well, thank you. See, <laughs> we're all united to just pick up where we what, what you know with whatever is happening. Thank you so much. This could really happen. And see, you're a pro. <laughs> yeah, but what I was saying earlier that so, how I see you presenting is is what really that you know dark darkness and light are not two separate things. And when we could see how it works together and it fused together, then you know it's we don't have to be scared. And I I even like the fact that you have used the word melanated. Okay, because I remember when I first came and started to learn more about you know the history of people, especially indigenous people and people of color. And that's when I got introduced to the world melanin. Okay, so um, uh, because that's also dark, you know, that's also relates to, I guess, the, the depopulation theory, right? So how do we, yeah. as people who are dark, think of us as part of that which brings light? Okay, and I ask that question, I share that because if there was no electricity, if you know that lights up, it, it seems like most of our life, we really were created in the original form of out of darkness, out of darkness. And then, you know, you there comes light. So when people get scared that they're, we're losing some things, you know, like maybe we're losing the access to electricity or when it's dark, people can't even sleep without any kind of light. And then when the pandemic happened, they all said, we all stay home, right? And now you're, you're not, although, however, there's one good light that happened because when we started to say, you can't go to the malls because the malls were closed, everything was closed, right? But now you, we were, the darkness, the darkness of not being able to do the usual modern thing brought us back, brought us back to nature where there's all the time, the sun is always shining upon us. So I think it's beautiful to see it that way that there's, you know, that's the dark and the dark actually. It's not even like this is this side, that side, but it fuses together, right? Yeah. And um, I, I was gonna go say, I actually wanted to comment on the melanated comment. Mm -hmm. um, it's a few things, okay? So one, light is not about black or white in the sense of, you know, light. And it, it's like, you know, obviously there's different concepts of it and mm -hmm. things of that nature because yes. we actually use white light and black light, you mm -hmm. know? They both have such powerful properties to themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's still, mm -hmm. we light. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's the essence. It's the essence of the person. It's the essence of the energy. It's mm -hmm. not specifically, oh, you know, because there's so much power in darkness. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I was just speaking to a friend earlier today. It's it's all about perspective almost too, because when you think about it, 
any scenario that seems tragic, mm -hmm. you know, crazy, dark, hurtful, we can stay in that realm and not mm -hmm. learn and not grow. But when you when you find the, the 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 silver lining almost, for lack of a better word, when you find that silver lining, you see everything works together for our good. That's 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 the the one of the most powerful things. But if you are a person that believes everything works together for my for my worst well-being, or mm -hmm. you know, however you know you look at it, because maybe not everybody believes that you know this source this universal mm -hmm. energy is love you know if, mm -hmm. if your perspective is you just have decided that that is not my experience mm -hmm. well that's gonna be your experience you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's more of an essence when we say light you know yeah so. and going back to that that essence you know what i'm saying as as melanated people you know, um you know i do believe uh that melanated people are the originals of this planet you know and we can go off based on science and, you know, all of that stuff and history things to back up a lot of those claims. Um, and just the simple fact that we have a sun that complements our skin, you know what I'm saying? And so um, with that being said, we try to make sure that we state the facts in the situation as well as going back to uh, real science on that matter. But as far as uh, the melanated part, think about all of the colors as well, all of the lights and all of the colors once they combine together that is black you know what i'm saying so um that essence you know it, it really is encompassing that melanated it encompasses all of the colors it encompasses all of the humans on the planet you know what i'm saying and all of the essence of humans on the planet and so with that concept you know what i'm saying you start to understand the importance of melanin and the essence of melanin and how it's you know related highly to spirituality and um just high levels of consciousness, you know what I'm saying? And as far as yeah. um, just us being electromagnetic beings, you know, beings of auras, you know what I'm saying? Having, uh, you know, just energy pouring off of us, you know, we're holograms as well. And so these things all encompass um, electricity and light, you know what I'm saying? So we're very powerful beings. We have trillions of watts just running through our systems, running through our blood, running through our veins in our system and our organs. And so all those things really just encompass a very powerful being, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and we all we all have it to different aspects. So, uh, all different know? levels. And right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And for those who are listening and for those who haven't heard, you know, what you shared, it is really a, a good statement and good perspective that you shared because um, many times people don't see it that way and that's when i think when you don't see it that way you become like i don't know but some people especially when they're talking about racism the more that you become vulnerable vulnerable to what others or whatever system is trying to tell you tell us about ourselves so with that it's knowing all that and like and it's not even i'm not trying to emphasize to the people that it's the color is important the color this the color that no but what i'm trying to say is that when you know yourself what is a your god-given body then you dig more and that's just as what you both of you have 
you know, it's done. And I remember my first, the first things that I learned about the melanin is in the parts of our body, the darkest ones that's heavily melanated are the most, let's, let's say, sensitive places or just like it's a crucial roles, right? The eyes, mm -hmm. okay? The nipples yeah. or so anything that is like kind of like dark, okay? And it, it becomes like, that's a special or it, it's a, just a special role, you know, that to catch the that that power. So tell me more about your mission as it relates to building the black melanated community as well as your mission regarding the humanity as a whole and the need to come together. And by the way, I really like that why you insisted on the spelling of the light and why you insisted on the <laughs> unite. I think I can see I can see a banner that you can put really people in that double eye, you know, if one yeah. is great. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So what yes, tell yes, me yes. your yes. Yeah, share, sure. share. Say, again, so again, starting off, like I just we want to make sure that for our people. You know what I'm saying? We let's just start off by saying that we know that our people, especially those of African descent, African American de descent, and even the natives of America, have gone through um, a lot of, of trauma and disenfranchised uh, throughout this American system and even throughout the world. Mm -hmm. And so we understand the importance of making our people a priority as far as building them up economically and building them up intellectually so that we can start to get ahead of the game and start to have a fighting chance in this system. And so it's very important for us to create these events, you know, primarily for our people so that we can heal before we build. So we host a lot of these events surrounded around educating, healing, and empowering our people so that we can, you know, start to create a, a system and a, create a village um, that for our people, we'll be able to sustain and make a living on our own and create some wealth and generational wealth um, for our people. Now, as far as how that, I would say, relates to other uh, groups and diversity, um, we do host other events, uh, Light Warrior events, and we're soon to have events surrounded around perspective, an event called Perspective that's geared towards um, having different cultures, people of different ethnic backgrounds, different religious backgrounds to come together and let's talk about it. You know, let's get down to the facts as well. Get down to the, to the reality of the situation. And for a lot of us, it's very uncomfortable. And although we live in a so-called integrated society, um, we can very much see that things are very much uh, segregated as I mean we can definitely see it here in our state in the state of Ohio um that is very much still segregated you know so. and and just going off of that you know especially you know again shout out to you Grace again for yeah. letting us come on this platform and speak so openly and so freely because a lot of you know platforms don't allow that and I just want to say thank you also we really appreciate and thank the audience even if there's an audience that or a person that kind of 
feels uncomfortable with the subject or doesn't agree, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to speak to you directly and say that, you know, our mission really is love and light and mm -hmm. for all, you know, we can yeah. really create a, a harmonious, you know, uh, just quality of life. If we just address our, whether it's, you know, our own personal issues and we all got them black, white, yellow, purple, we all got our own issues, you know, and, but the thing is, I, I know that it's uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to go in within and see where maybe am I denying certain things where maybe I'm actually adding to the issue itself, you know? And so I, I just wanted to say that real quick and preface what I was going to say is when it comes to, for instance, our culture. Now you have to understand, look around, you know, when you go to black neighborhoods, what does it look like? You know, what type of schools are there? What type of grocery stores? What type if of food? Any. Yeah. <laughs> what type of food is available? You know, it's just like, it's blatant. It's blatant. Mm. And then someone can say, someone could combat that and say, well, you know, you guys messing up your own stuff or, you know, whatever the case may be but let's just look at the dollars where did the dollars go where look at how just in the system in general it very much does not support just pe people of more melated hue and then not only that see i think one of the biggest things is not realizing how much trauma we have ex experienced throughout the generations so what you see of the self-sabotage and self-hatred that you may see within our community that is not out of nowhere. That is something that came from generations and generations of trauma. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from anyone else's trauma. You know, we all have trauma just from, exp just from viewing trauma, somebody mm -hmm. else's trauma that's not your trauma, mm -hmm. you experience mm -hmm. trauma. So we all have trauma. You know what I'm saying? But we have, we cannot just keep sleeping on this. And I don't really even know the arguments with critical race theory, I don't even know what that's about to be completely honest. But all I can say is when it comes to telling the truth about what actually happened, that is, we cannot take that away. We cannot take that away because it's a truth and we cannot heal if we don't know the truth, period, mm -hmm. period. You know, so, um, you know, and I do think it's a sensitive topic and in certain ways that it should be addressed. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think anyone should be, you know, uh, ostracized or like, like beaten down. Mm -hmm. But I do think that at the end of the day, we all have to do our part and we have to all look internally and see what's going on. So, um, and, and, and as it relates to collectively, like he's saying, we really want to create spaces for us to sit and talk about it. Our light warrior meetup and shout out to any of our, uh, yeah our um family that's on right now yeah but it's a diverse group it's a mm -hmm. diverse group and we're coming together to learn mm -hmm. you know the same and at the end of the day we're all different yeah. even within your own um cultures mm -hmm. everyone is different and that's our power you know that is where our power is so we're mm -hmm. trying to get everyone in tune with their own power and we can start to embrace who we are mm -hmm. just whatever that looks like whoever mm -hmm. that is embrace that and then start to heal we can recognize that our unique voice, our unique voice is where our power lies. And that mm -hmm. that's attached to anything we do. So. Yeah. And as, so, you, yeah. as you, you mentioned in our bio, like we understand that there's agendas of, of division being pushed mm -hmm. on everybody. So on both sides, black yeah. and white, 
Like yep. we both been duped into buying into this racism so that we can stay divided, you know, for the elites to play their hand the way that they're playing it to their advantage. And it doesn't help none of us. And so we see the bigger picture and bringing everybody together as well. And so I think that we're in a time where I think we need to really put a lot of our differences aside and put a lot of our hatred to the side. And well, I wouldn't even say put it off to the side, eliminate it all together, but to really just come together, create a, you know what I'm saying, an environment so that we can give a perspective and create understanding with amongst one another. Because it's a lot of black people who don't know how white people are, how they live, how they think about us and vice versa. And it's mostly because we're not around each other. There are white people, like I remember, like I said, back in college, in college, a predominantly white college, it was a, a few of those people who never been around black people. And so they just didn't know and, and vice versa. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So creating that understanding, I think will be a, a huge uh, milestone um, for, I would say everybody right now. And, and just two more things to that. We are not saying that, you know, racism isn't real. Like You're it right. definitely is present, okay? Yeah. But um, we know that it's, we've all been duped. We've all been programmed. And so it's, it's a matter of looking within yourself and see where am I falling into this program and mm -hmm. pushing this agenda more where are we pawns because we all are whether mm -hmm. you believe it or not in some scenario you are a pawn okay mm -hmm. um but then also what was my other asset oh and also saying that we are not by any means saying I, I speak for myself I, I still think culture is beautiful yeah. and I think that you know we're not saying that you know we should just come together and just eliminate every single thing like no i think it's beauty and culture i think it's beauty and coming together with your particular group of people and things of that nature yeah. and some people you know may feel it's better off being in, in your particular group you know or some people might feel it's you know better to be meshed but the, the ultimate is where we can respect each other i can respect you hey over there hey over there <laughs> oh what can i learn from you you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like yeah. It's just a matter of quality life so we can live harmoniously. The lions, and, I mean, look at the animals. You know, the lions and what? The, I don't know, gazelles. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's an yeah, ecosystem, yeah. you know? And they, they kind of know where to, they kind of yes. know to keep their yes. once in a while. Yes. Exactly. And, yes. and, and, and the lion don't go around devouring every gazelle. It's like, when it's time to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, what, and I'm not saying anybody's trying to eat anybody. anybody. <laughs> I just say it in general. Like we, you know, need to have this harmonious, you know, ecosystem where we just respect the walk of life. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of long. The eating part is, is a metaphor. The eating part is a metaphor. However, sometimes you really feel like uh, another group wants to eat you alive. <laughs> yeah. So let yeah. Well, how about is the Black Lives Matter creating unity or creating more division? That's my question. Is it? Um, or my other question is: Are they um, promoting? Is it promoting love or is it promoting hatred? Is it promoting empowerment on yourself, but with 
relationship to add with others as you're saying because you know it's obvious that we're all different and i love the difference i love the difference and i love the common things i always look at humanity as like um wildflowers it's so beautiful they're all together but all different yeah so um there's always that confusion about um for some people that if you are not aligned with the black lives matter as if you're no good any thoughts yeah, on that? Well, I, yeah, I would say um, as far as the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I would say the first start off, speaking for myself, um, I believe Black Lives Matter, of course, you know what I'm saying? I think all lives matter, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you know, I, you know, the whole concept of Black Lives Matter, I understand where it comes from, especially with the images that's being pushed upon us um of feeling like we're you know ultimately disenfranchised which in cases and systematically we are you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and uh, it also does seem like uh you know we get killed by white cops more often than any other race of people and so i understand the the concept i will say that i do think that the black lives matter movement has been hijacked um by the higher elites mm -hmm. um by uh, people who fund it, including Soros, uh, somebody who is not a part of our culture and who doesn't, I would say, associate really with our culture, uh, um, in my personal opinion. And in um, those types of things we have to be careful about because those are the types of things because that plays off of our emotions and uses Black people's emotions to carry out their agendas of hate and division. And so we have to be very, very careful on how we project hatred towards another race because again like she said we can be pawns to an agenda that we don't even see that we're just walking into mm -hmm. and so it's things like for instance a lot of our people don't protest and go all out our way when black people are killing other black people and this is very important because that's something that's not being talked about that's something that's being swept up under the rug and i think um a lot of us have to first realize that we're killing our own people first you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying before we even get mad or protest the fact that there's a white man or a white cop killing us and so that's my 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 thoughts on that and i i want to chime in just say you know um i think it's, it is a slippery slope because i do agree with iraq for sure um but i also will say you know it's again we have to understand that there is a agendas okay and so when you think about even amongst us killing each other that's an agenda that was put in place also by powers to be or whatever we want to call them that was put in place just like drugs in our community there's a whole movie that's out there about how that was put in place mm -hmm. to kind of break up a lot of the power and the unity that was happening amongst our community like how how are we being penalized for being drug dealers and, and killing each other and doing all this when that was something that was put in place by those very people who are trying to you know attack mm -hmm. you know so we gotta we gotta address that we gotta mm -hmm. address that and then also I want to speak to those people who um because I do understand the idea that it can create division but we have to also look at the intent of what I'll at least say, hearing the words Black Lives Matter, 
that's all lives matter. I think that's something that's obvious. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when people, I mean, don't get me wrong. If that's an argument, that's fine. But when mm-hmm. I feel like when people aggressively come with that argument as if they don't understand the reason why we have to very specifically call it out. Yeah. Black lives matter because that is not being showcased right. on so many levels. The cop thing is a very small, very small portion of how consistently, you know what I'm saying? We're just shown that we don't matter, whether it's images. All Now, we've came a long way. No, we've came a long way. We still got a long we way to And what I would challenge someone who has that perspective again, it's just kind of like, Say if you are a man and, and, and you're trying to understand from your partner who is a woman. We all know that men and women sometimes speak different languages. <laughs> like that's just a, a fact. Sometimes we don't hear each other. And sometimes you really don't understand unless you were a woman or you were a man. It's just something that you have to really do the work. You have to really do the work to understand. And so those people who are so quick to say something i just wonder how much work have you done how much work have you how much have you sat and talked to someone of another um race how many how much have you been in the neighborhoods how have you have you attended some of the schools have you like like come on like you gotta really challenge yourself you know and most people run from that challenge and that's why i'm just i'm just calling it out Really, we have to address the conflict. We have to address the uncomfortability. It's okay. It's okay. Some of us feel hurt. Some of us feel guilt. Some of us, it's okay. We all been duped, but we got to have these conversations. And lastly, I would say we have to have love and understanding at the forefront because when we have in these meetings, those perspective meetings, oh, we expect for it to get emotional. We expect for it to get uncomfortable. We expect people to get offended and not in one particular race, like everyone, you know what I'm saying? Because we've never had these conversations. We never got into the nitty gritty of it. And we got a whole lot of triggers Mm -hmm. that we got to address. So, you know, so that's, that's my piece. Yeah. And I would say just real quick that despite how I feel about Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? I, I still like, the fact that there are some people outside of our race who put it on their doors and put it in their homes and stuff like that because of, like she said, that intent. You know what I'm saying? If the intent is there and the intent of the heart is pure, I'm all for it. I'm all for Black Lives Matter. But if you're putting it in your window or whatever just to be a part of a trend and it's not really genuinely what it is, then you need to take it down flat out, you know? Yeah, thank, thank, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, because, uh, and also, I, if I may add to that, sometimes when I hear that it's always been pushed, it's always on the mainstream, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, then if there's a lot of money coming in, I start to, to really mm-hmm. question. I start to question who's behind. Because talking about, you mentioned about, you know, playing with our emotions, okay? And, and that's why... Mm-hmm. For some conscious beings, we we I now like the fact that if we could say it like, uh, like operate or be intuitive, intuitive like from your heart, I'd rather say that there's really 
that balance of your heart and your mind because that heart can be manipulated. And that's what some, you know, and many, many others, many other organizations will play on your feeling down, feeling oppressed, feeling injustice. And then before you know it, it's just slowly, you, it's, it's like a fish, you, they, they try to buy, uh, how do you go, when you do fishing, there you have, they have a bait, <laughs> a small bait and a big bait and a bigger. And before you know it, yeah. you got that situation, not knowing that, oh my God, the same people who said they care for me, doesn't really care about me, but it just likes to create more confusion. And same thing as that, you know, being in prison, right? Most of us, I think the majority of the population of imprisonment and being the prisoners are still the people of color and the black people. And well, there's a lot of business inside, you know, with that. So yeah, that that's again like that's big business there. So instead of finding other ways to Say okay, what happened? Why suddenly you want to you want to send this person there? Then that even that started me to learn about common law, because you know you got common law of understanding that when we are born. I appreciate you bringing up. The, I appreciate you bringing up the prison system because I just gotta say this one time, mm. like. Like, let's just think about it. If, if this is uh, something that seems to be reoccurring and people who've been incarcerated go back, you know, and just like, let's think about really what level of therapy and, and real help is being addressed there because clearly there's some healing aspects, there's some trauma, there's all these different things that are there that, that just aren't in place. It's just not in place. It really makes you think, okay, are you really trying to help? Just like with the medical system, or not. just like with the judicial system, just like yeah. with the educational system. Are you really trying to help when you really dig deep? Come on now, we know the answer. Yeah. So. And same thing as when oh, yeah. you talk, even like uh, the professions, like, okay, a you go to a therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever. If, if it seems like you're just there forever and ever, maybe it's time to think, maybe you have to go somewhere where it could, you could really, you know, resolve. And, yeah. but once in a while you'll meet those professionals that are really good. And just like last week, this, I met a, a psychiatrist and I invited him that in the future to be, because he's a different kind of psychiatrist. He's so, he's so awake. And also he knows about energy medicine and he knows about to teach his patients about nutrition and just the whole thing. That includes what you talk about, conspiracies, theories, everything. So that's a good person to for you know to approach for you know transition of for healing, right? So it, it, they, mm -hmm. the people are out there to help, like the two of you. Like the two of you are out there to help. And how about we to, we talk about what's the most uh, help for you know um, black people for and I, I in, always include um, people of color because like my skin, I may not be directly separate because, you know, there are, there are certain commonalities on our DNA for health survival. So, you know, do you want to have any thought on them or what's happening with them? And then, or then also what would be good solutions from them? And I, I give you that 
um, I like to hear from you because as, as you were saying earlier, right? So, you know, people say, okay, they know this, but they haven't lived someone's life. And actually, it's actually one of my pet peeve when someone who has never been to Asia tells me about my culture. And I'm like, I guess, listen to me. He <laughs> don't like that. So listen first to me, because no matter how much education you have in this university, unless you're having a conversation with someone from that, especially from all different levels, then maybe there's truth to what you're saying. <laughs> so yeah, tell tell what can you suggest to you know black people or in terms of this pandemic, in terms of not being scared. To, to black Maybe. people specifically or um just as far as what they can do however however you, you you know to those you can address okay. to your following to your friends yeah. so okay okay yeah. oh. so anything okay. okay yeah so well i would say just in general um researching mm -hmm. um not using the media as your source of research mm -hmm. um you know and and honestly i know it might seem airy fairy super spiritual but just honestly doing self-work doing shadow work because the thing is we don't realize how much we're in denial of you know clearly we're in denial about it so we don't know mm -hmm. you know and it's when we actually take that time alone and separate ourselves from all the security blankets that we might have a detox is huge because fasting and detoxing is where i honestly for myself i've gained a lot of my um, own spiritual revelations and understandings and things of that nature so i honestly would say doing self-work first you know eliminating whatever it is if you smoke too much drink too much eat too much that's probably where you need to focus, you know, and, and and be realistic. If you smoke 10 cigarettes a day, don't try to go without smoking. Like maybe cut it down to five for a period of time just to, you know, analyze and, and see why, why is this need here so much? Like, why is this addiction here so much? You know, when we address a lot of those addictions because those addictions, those addictions a lot of time are a result of self-hate. You know, and when we can go within and address those things, it creates an environment to be able to really receive truth. So I that's the first thing I would say. And that's not just for black people, it's for everybody. Let's like we just all gotta do it. Like go within and do that. Um, and then also just understanding how much that ego is no joke, okay? Our mm -hmm. ego will, will make us think that we are right. Okay. And there's so much that we are not right about, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's also creates an environment to at least be able to address that aspect because you may think that maybe you think everything you heard today or, you know, what our mission or even mm -hmm. Grace's mission is like not true or it's all in our mind or whatever the case may be. But sometimes we have to just address the fact that we're not always right. And, and sitting and talking with people. Because mm -hmm. what I find, the people who feel like this is not right, they won't even have a conversation with me. They'll, I'll send a video and they'll listen for three minutes and then be like, I'm not listening to this. This is 
okay, but they had a lot of points in there that would make you, you know, really address mm -hmm. some internal truths. And then lastly, I would say is addressing fear. Fear, I know, is scary, okay? And when we hear something, sometimes some of this information is literally heart-wrenching, okay? It shakes up our whole world because when you've been taught something your whole life and you find out it's a lie, that is hurtful. It's excruciating, okay? So preparing yourself for that, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge thing. So, and then get with like-minded individuals, you know? Mm -hmm. That's, that's man, support. I don't know where we would be without our the support of our, our people, our, our village, yes. and our people meaning both black, white, green, whatever. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Seriously. Yes. So Eric, I would just say a few. Uh, no, I was going to suggest Eric. Yeah, I can hear you, but can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can okay. hear you. No, I was going to suggest Eric. Maybe you can. What could be a good daily habit as well? to incorporate. Okay, so. Um, I mean, definitely getting enough sleep. That's for one. <laughs> um, a lot of people under underestimate how much sleep um, really affects our health, you know what I'm saying? And to the point where it's actually uh, better than a diet and exercise if you get a right amount of sleep. And so just a daily habit is definitely getting enough sleep, you know what I'm saying, as much sleep, as much as you possibly can and creating a great diet for yourself. So getting down to eating one meal a day, um, getting down to, you know what I'm saying, all of the dietary problems that a lot of our people have because we're surrounded around junk, literally around junk all day, every day. I know for me personally, I got to stay away from the snack, the yeah. snacks, the, the, sweets, like the, sweets, the snacks, <laughs> the sweets. <laughs> It's sweet too. And so like I just got I just got checked out and everything. And you know, I'm I'm personally um almost I'm not diabetic, but I'm I'm almost pre diabetic. There. I am pre-diabetic because you know what I'm saying I can't put the snacks down, I can't put the sweets down. So a lot of the problems and a lot of the things that we encounter got a lot to do with this not only just the stress and the trauma that we've dealt with in our lives in our past lives, but just simply just the exercise and the diet um you know plays a large part in just um our health period you know our our people right now are between 75 and 80 percent at obesity rate right now and we can go down a list of all of the conditions and problems we have whether it's our diet people dying from strokes cancer um you name it and so we just got to really get all of that stuff together and so i just really uh you know encourage our people to um, um, get into the habit of your health. You know what I'm saying. Listen and to frequencies too. That's yeah, a good high one. high vibe frequencies. Yeah. Stay away from that trash music. Yeah. Um, and uh, and again, I would say a daily habit is just continuing to look at your brother and your sister as family. You know what I'm saying. Um, I think part of the healing aspect is to once again look at each other as family. You know what I'm saying and you know, it, it really can happen uh, sooner than we think. You know what I'm saying? It's people we haven't known and they're already like family. It's like, like we've already known them a thousand years because of, you know, just of where they're at. Like you said, being around like-minded individuals um, really helps that a lot. And so, yeah, that's, that's my spill on that. And with family, love is always there. Like you can have a sibling that you just can't stand or they do something or an aunt or a even your mama, maybe, you know, but you know, it's still love. At the end of the day, it's still love. That's what we mean. 
have that it's still love we it's, ain't gonna always agree it's unconditional you know mm-hmm. but we gotta press through and know that we love each other you know so beautiful beautiful we do we do we you know um sometimes um the reality is we when we begin to be awake we it's it it's a little scary it's like we 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 will never get the solution or you know just like you know when you you in in the uh not just the black community, but also I see it in some Spanish community, the types of stores, right? So when we begin to know what we need for our body, then you we could step out a little bit out of our you know comfort zone or our community to reach out and buy something from the from another community. Because there are certain things that we cannot resolve right away. Okay. And like I remember when I first came to United States in 1985, um, there was just one small health food store in the Bronx. So I had to take the train to New York, to Manhattan, to get that, you get a better, better supply. I did that because I knew that that's good for me. I knew that my body is my vehicle for my mission. And same thing as when there's there wasn't a lot of <laughs> there wasn't a lot of uh, um, good menu or choices in the restaurant, or uh, you know, then I would go to New York and because a friend likes to drive. So I said, sure, that's we'll go to New York or to Philadelphia. But now I say to people, there's no excuse not to learn about in eating healthier or juicing healthier food because now it's kind of all over you know although i it's, i noticed that in europe they seem to be a little bit more ahead all the time with what's offered yeah. in the in public okay so thank you for expressing that really habit and you what's good um how, how you may we're coming close to the end, although we're extending time, but I wanted to know what are more your future plans and, you know, so you can invite the people listening and how they can get in touch with you, you know, things like that, or that that would be good way to, for us to end, I think. Okay. Well, I'll say for myself, um, well, and also what you see on the screen, Light Warriors Unite, if you do Light Warriors Unite at protonmail.com, that's also another way you can reach us through our Gmail. So that's Light Warriors Unite at, G- at protonmail.com. <laughs> um, and then also as it's posted below on Instagram, any of those two, you can reach either of us. Um, and we'll, you know, if you're in our area, we're in, in you know, the Cleveland area, um, you can definitely, um, you know, come and attend. And then also we're looking to plant these groups in other cities. So if you're interested in that and being a part of the program that will help with that, please let us know. Again, yes. you know, we have so many different things. We have brother circles and sister circles for melanated people, people of color to to learn and and grow through their healing wounds and Mm -hmm. mental, emotional, you know, we just, we haven't had the healing. So we just Mm -hmm. need to address those particular healing wounds that we have. Um, The Light Warriors Unite meeting, that's a diverse group that focuses on this whole pandemic, pandemic, 
um, aspect of things. And we not only come with practical um, presenters, we also have very, you know, we have to address both sides, the practical application and spiritual application. So we always have presenters that do both. Um, and then I'll let you talk about rhythm and release. Yeah. But um, I'll but say then I have individually. A Okay. So I have a question with the light waters. Is it with a double I or is it, is that, you know, um, that light waters with even? Light. Yes. Is yes. it double I? Oh, okay. okay. Double I. Okay. I'm going to. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So please, um, please continue. So, and for myself specifically, yeah. So um, I personally um, am leaning towards uh, just doing more motivational speaking as a relates to um you know us being our unique selves us you know acting out of that that is where our superpower lies so um you know if you have anywhere that you would like for um that to be spoken about you know just reach out to us that's something that's like a passion for me um and then even either of us come out to talk about just this you know pandemic and coming together the importance of that if, if there's anyone who would like to host us or we can you know anything like that. And then also I am a card reader. So um, if anyone's interested in needing help with just navigating, navigating their internal self, navigating their calling, navigating certain things, um, I do do that as well. And I don't call on anything crazy. I just believe in the power of divine um, synchronicity. And that's what I utilize. That's the energy that I utilize. So those are two things for me. And then if you want to finish yeah, the other yeah, groups yeah. that we have. So yeah. So as far as uh, rhythm and release goes, those are specifically geared to artists and musicians, um, people who are just really artistic and creative. Um, and so with rhythm and release, it's gonna be a brand geared around music and healing or art and healing. And so we have creative jam sessions where we get everybody together. Um, a lot of musicians, no matter what you do or what you play, whether it's from poetry to vocals, to you have an instrument, that you want to play to you know rapping or anything like that we all bring it together in a cypher like setting and we just jam out with no rules at all and so another one is the freedom dance party which is strictly music and and pretty much music and healing so we have it where we play upbeat high vibe type of music and there is no standing on the wall you got to come and dance <laughs> and let it all out and it's no really, judgment zone and it's it's a really great way to like get all of the uh, release all of that stress and all of that anxiety from out of your body and so it really is um releasing uh through rhythm and so we also gonna have other things like um listening parties and stuff like that but those are the two that we're going to be focused on for right now and me personally as an artist and producer um that is mainly my trade as of right now and um what i do mainly and so for any artist especially those who you know speak positive messages out there and want to change the culture um i really want to get behind those artists and support those and create a network of artists and creatives so that we can come together and start to change the image that's being portrayed on our people if you hear the music nowadays and hear what we're listening to there's an imbalance of a lot of things that's very low vibrational and so we want to change that and start to increase our vibrations and really start to promote music that increase our vibrations, increase us spiritually, um, evolve us 
um, in ways that we can start to become more enlightened and really become the light warriors that we need to be. And that so, goes for business owners too. He works yes, with, you know, anybody, any type of videographers, podcast, any type movies. You know what I'm saying? I don't try to focus just on uh, vocalists or anything or singers. I really try to focus on everybody and every aspect of music because we really do think that music is very, very powerful, um, especially down to the frequencies. I personally want to get down to the science of frequencies and get down to our hurt and the way that okay. really incorporates and resonates with our bodies and our DNA and our chakras. So definitely want to get to oh that's beautiful that's so. beautiful that's beautiful when you said about the you know being conscious about the hurts right okay yeah. being conscious yeah. about yeah. that frequency yeah because because tell yeah. us what's what's the what's the what's the frequency that you would want to recommend or when you're trying to help someone so um we know that the music industry uh, places all the music now in 440 hertz and so the main hertz that i want to change everything back to is 432 um okay and 528 is the heart chakras and all, all of that and so everything anything that really uh i would say resonates with the body i, I really want to get to those frequencies i think it's a lot of them 639 yeah yeah, there's there's like 10 that he'll be utilizing frequencies you name it you know we definitely want to get to all of it so yeah so anyone who is going to work with you will all will not just have that outcome but they will learn you know as they go along so it's and because most of the time it's the process that counts you know knowing yeah. those uh thank you so much and uh oh I, I i had a smile when you said when you know the dance the freedom dance that no one would be standing on the wall they, they might be yeah. if it's so packed i remember when i when i used to work in new york and i was uh working with a lot of uh, puerto ricans jamaicans and uh, oh. uh mostly people so they took me they took, they took they took me to a club and i could barely walk and i had to walk sideways or else i couldn't get in see that's how fast <laughs> <laughs> the New York party is no joke. No. I used to live in New York for some time, so I get you. Right? Oh. Well, I can't wait when the next time I I am if I'm near your area of you're near me. Remember, I live in Princeton, New Jersey, so the tri-state is kind of accessible. If you're doing something, please let me know. Please invite me because we want to be able to oh, grow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I do I I do I do yeah I, I would I would support you come going the you know to the within the tri okay. area I did, did do that to one yes. Filipina and we we went all the way to Brooklyn but it's just kind of funny when you said when you said there's no time to stand oh I remember that moment I cannot move I kept to go. <laughs> it took you back didn't it <laughs> But yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time. 
But I can't wait. Yeah, and I'm for looking sure. Forward. Yeah, we will definitely send you an invite. <laughs> so thank you very much, and yes, thank you. Carry on with your work, and yeah, we'll do this again, and do send other people who you think needs this platform, so that your mission, your your dream, will continue to come true. And yes, sounds are are per very powerful because in even in light there is sound in light and then for every sound there's sound there's light in the sound as well so it's perfect you know beautiful good combination okay so and to all those listening, thank you to all those listening and please uh do your part because so that this episode will not go into waste Re reach out because we can only be as powerful as we are together and as i like to say lately that as is it said so it is done i think that's the way to say it <laughs> okay everyone and in my language i say mabalos which is thank you, thank you. You guys could stay. Let me let me sign.